0: that's the holy rosary that's the catholic faith the whole catholic faith is in it well i want to welcome you all to another daily decade your rosary on the road i had a I had a great disappointment this morning i looked at the uh... at the post over on uh, um, on the website, and uh, on I think it was on one of the websites, it came up on my WordPress app, and I saw somebody had commented on on Monday's show and had even commented that it was the worst show I had ever done. And I was incredibly excited. I had people... This, First of all, it's a new, it has to be a new listener because I know I've done worse shows than Mondays. So I looked into it, and don't you know it was a spam account. He had hit every... He, he showed up the same comment, ended up showing up on a bunch of different places, other podcasts that I'm not associated with, and all in the same day. And oh, it's just such a disappointment thinking that I had feedback, and negative feedback on top of it. And then, uh, no, no, it's just some spam bot. Oh, well, you know, it gets the blood up, but oh, well, if you do have feedback, this is the opportunity for me to tell you that if you do have feedback on any one of the broadcasts that I've done, please comment. Let me know. It makes me so happy to see the people have opinions on what I have to say, that it's either so good or so bad. That someone actually took the time to form and share that opinion with me it's it's uh, well, I make it sound like it's just pure aggrandizement it is very re- it is very rewarding for me but uh, moreover it's it's there to make the show better to make the make the podcast better if i If I ramble off on something you know I have this tendency to go on tangents. And I go on tangents at the beginning of the show. I go on tangents in the middle of the show. I've never interrupted the prayers, and I won't. But, you know, I have a tendency to go on and on and on. And sometimes I don't, though. And Monday was was an odd one because it was a short show. It It was a short recording. It was only about 27 minutes. Normally I'm up in the 35, 36 range. And so I thought, oh, I left out all that stuff. I wonder if that's what he's complaining about. Nope. So I would welcome feedback if you have things to say. I have had people write into me and tell me, you know, I like it best when you're this way, when you talk about these things. And I do try to put emphasis on those things. I still talk about whatever comes to mind. And if you have suggestions, I've had people ask me to talk about certain things too. I had um, at least one email during the old run of the show uh, that was very interested in me having some, com- giving some commentary on Im- on sins of impurity, uh, which is an important subject, and it's it's one that really does require more response than the limp-wristed, uh, popular response that you see out of. Uh, well, I, I'm not going to name any names. I don't think it's fair to do that. But the the general approach to this problem among young men is, I think. Somewhere in the vicinity, it's almost almost as bad as the D.A.R.E. program. If anybody in America listening to this remembers the D.A.R.E. program, that's, um, uh, what is it, Uh, D.A.R.E. Drug and Alcohol Resistance Education. Well, it turns out that it actually caused a spike in teenage use of drugs and alcohol because it was exposing kids in the white suburbs to things that they never knew existed because the program was designed to be inclusive of everybody. That's what you get with inclusivity. Anyway, the, the, the approach that most people have to these subjects is that they don't have any solutions. They just have platitudes. You know, I watched a video by a YouTuber I'm not going to name uh, because I'm being critical of him, uh, where he talks about this problem and somebody overcoming this problem. And in the 12 or 13 minutes of the video, he never once talks about how he solved the problem. He, he doesn't talk about his methodology, he doesn't talk about what he did, he just talked about how he was over it, and he was so glad he was over it, and it was really his relationship with Jesus. Well, I mean, anybody can have a relationship with Jesus, or, or claim to have a relationship with him. That's not much of a solution. And so, it is, these are subjects that are important to talk about, and unfortunately, I can't say that I have a whole lot of better advice to give. Um, other than, you know, I, I do try to be as practical as possible in these things. Now, there we are. This I have an episode now. This is exactly, this is very different than Mondays. I've gone on a tangent that means absolutely nothing to anybody but myself. The only person that's going to want to listen to this part of the show is me. I'm going to go back and re-listen to it. I'm probably going to be disappointed I went on so long. So that's your opportunity, and then I've given you, I've given you an opportunity, and I've given you motive now to write in and tell me how good or bad you think things are so that I can receive the feedback process it and apply it now having done all that the place that you do this is if you have a prayer request if you have comments if you have questions any of these things daily decket requests at proton.me that's m for mary e for edward me or protonmail.com both of those work uh, you can also comment on the website praytherosaryeveryday.wordpress.com. We are syndicated at com, which I don't think I've mentioned in the new run, uh, but we are syndicated over there. Those are some good guys over there. Uh, working class humor, uh, just you know, beware. It is R, It's all R-rated, uh, but they, they are they are good men, good solid Christian men, trying their best to do to do what they can and they've given me an opportunity to bring the rosary to people so um, i'm certainly glad to have the chance uh, let's see in addition to those uh places you also have telegram you, you can find me on telegram at the daily decad gab also at the daily decad uh and uh we're, i'm on the fediverse poa.st at the Daily Decade it's all the same if you're on social media anywhere it's all the same I will not use mainline social media so don't look for me on Facebook I'm not on there don't look for me on Twitter I'm not on there don't look for me on I don't know what the other ones are those are the only two that I was ever familiar with but I'm not on any of those I'm only on alternative uh, media probably limits my reach somewhat but uh, there it is uh, i I don't know I might I might put something up on there but I really can't decide. Depends on the GAB is GAB is as close to the sort of mainstream as I'm willing to get, and even on there, the feedback is. Uh, I don't know how many listeners I actually get from GAB. If you're a listener from GAB, let me know because I don't know how many listeners I get from GAB. I know exactly how many I get from Telegram. I have a huge following. The following on Telegram, I think, is the largest chunk of everything that I have on there. So, but anyway. Uh, uh, so go ahead and uh, and write in that way, uh, or, uh, or uh, those are the ways to get in touch with me if you have a prayer request, if you have uh, really anything to offer. Uh, today's prayer request is from Val, and it is for, let's see, the prayer request is also for a V name, I have to find it here, Vernon. It's for Vernon and his renewed relationship with Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, speaking of relationships with Jesus. That's something I'm very pleased to pray for today. Uh, I actually did not check the Saints Day today. Yesterday was, Saint- I was... I made a mistake on Monday, by the way. I said it was the Feast of St. John Marie Vianney. That was yesterday, August 9th. Um, August 10th today. Oh, you know, I know it's somebody important, but for the life of me, I can't remember who. Gosh. I have to go and look it up. I, You know, I, I look at Butler's Lives every night and just... last night I even looked at it and said, oh, okay, well, hold off. on reading this. It's a big one. And sure enough, I just completely forgotten who it was. Well, at any rate, uh, uh, we will be, uh, I think for a renewed relationship with Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, the best people to pray to are, well, those three. So that's who we'll pray to. But we're going to pray for Vernon and his uh, relationship with the Holy Family. Um, So let's go ahead and I've already told you how to write in if you have prayers. So let's just go ahead and get our rosaries out, put ourselves in the presence of God. I've run a good nine minutes on this chitter chatter at the beginning of the episode. So things are back to normal. Uh, (laughs) But let's go ahead and put ourselves in the presence of God. If you don't have a rosary, uh, if you're a new listener, then you can go and procure them. They're very easy to find. You can get them at, at most Catholic churches. We'll have them. Um, the Anglicans also have a rosary, but it's not usually the five-decade Dominican rosary. That's the one you're looking for. Um, if you've been listening for a while and you still don't have a rosary, I, 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 you haven't been listening very well, go and get a rosary. Nothing else that I say is as important. I, nothing, else, nothing that I can possibly offer of myself is of any value in comparison with the words, pray the rosary, get a rosary, go and, go and get one procure one i know at least one of you listening has told me as a protestant that you have developed a devotion to the saints as a result of listening to this i know that you have so i hope that you have a rosary and have developed a devotion to the holy rosary because that's far more important not that the cult of the saints is not an important part of the faith but the blessed mother explicitly says that the rosary is pleasing to her and she's never explicitly said that about the cult of the saints so, we know that the rosary is central to a God-pleasing, because if it's pleasing to God's mother, it's pleasing to God. So it's, it's the center of a God-pleasing faith. It's very, very near the center of a God-pleasing faith. Now, I mean, partially because it contains everything that you need. If you pray the rosary, you have the Trinity. If you pray the rosary, you have the Blessed Mother. If you pray the rosary, you have the presence of Christ, the belief in Christ. You have all of these things here, here, in this devotion. That's why the Blessed Mother gave it to us. That's how it defeats heresies. So, let's get our rosaries out with that in mind, in the presence of God, and pray for Vernon. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who by the Holy Ghost was conceived, was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified died and was buried he descended into hell on the third day he rose again from the dead he ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of god the father almighty from thence he shall come again to judge the, the quick and the dead i believe in the holy ghost the holy catholic church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body and life everlasting amen our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen the fifth glorious mystery is the crowning of the Blessed Virgin Mary in heaven our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping from this veil of tears. Turn then, O gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy unto us, and after this our exile shew unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus, O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, most Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. O God, who didst name to send thine only begotten Son, who by his life, death, and resurrection did purchase for us the rewards of eternal life. Look with favor on us, that meditating on the sacred mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we may imitate what they contain, and obtain what they promise. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. almost Most Merciful Mother, Blessed St. Joseph, the Pillars of the Holy Family, we humbly beg thy intercession on behalf of the Servant of God, Vernon that you may reach out to him and that he may be receptive to the call of thy son and our Lord Jesus Christ be drawn into the bosom of the holy, of his holy church and be exposed to the warming fire and the cleansing love of his most sacred heart Blessed Mother in thy merciful embrace. Draw him to thy son. Saint Joseph, patron of fathers and men, strengthen him that he may stand before the throne. And this we beg in the name of Jesus Christ, whom you both were merited to have and to hold in his life on earth and who liveth and reigneth now with God the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. For all of us in our times of trouble and separation from God, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, thy kingdom come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The fifth glorious mystery is the coronation of the Blessed Mother in heaven. This is, I think I've said it just about every single time that I've done a reflection on this. This is a tough one. It's one that offers us very few universal reflections because there's so many people that have a... Uh, aversion's the wrong word, but discomfort with the uh, cultus, and that's a technical theological term, not cults, but cultus. Uh, that has grown up around the Blessed Mother and was around even at the time of the Apostles. I think some of the earliest prayers we have to the Mother of God date from the 3rd century. Um, And we have uh, the evidence in Scripture that the Apostles gathered around her and treated her with a tremendous amount of reverence and respect. And in fact, the very assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary happened surrounded by the Apostles who traveled from all over the world literally all of the world, to be with her. So, but nevertheless, you know, it, these, this is something that has developed more and more over time. It has grown. People have grown in their love for the Blessed Mother, and they have developed devotions to the Blessed Mother that are, even the very phrase that I use, I refer to her as, as the Blessed Mother, uh, I was raised doing that. Most people refer to her as, in most in the Catholic circles anyway. Refer to her, her as Our Lady. Um, so, and that itself comes out of medieval Christianity, because you would have it comes out of chivalric um, practice, chivalric romance, actually, uh, where a uh, a lady of court would have a knight devoted to her and to her service um, in a sort of it it was an aw- it's an odd thing it's uh sort of having a man sworn to her uh to her protection and well-being and th- this is a germanic custom it's, it it actually antedates christianity and it's one in which just like her husband a, a woman could have retainers uh, to whom she owed no particular allegiance or in, in terms of material goods. You know, a a, lord, a a liege lord and a retainer in medieval Europe required a mutual uh, relationship between the two. The, uh, the, the retainer would offer protection and service to his lord. His lord would offer him security in life. Uh, so two different kinds of security. Security of arms on the part of the retainer, security of uh, material goods on the part of the liege lord. Now, the lady would not provide her knight with material support, but rather she could she provided him with a degree of honor. And his it was to have a a lady and a lord and not to be a knight-errant is the term that's used to describe one without an attachment. The Japanese have a concept like this, a samurai and a, and a ronin. Uh, a samurai would be sworn to one of the... Um, Oh goodness! What's the word for them? I don't know, the Japanese equivalent of a lord—I can't remember exactly what it's called—but um, you would have them if if they didn't have a, a lord to follow, if they didn't have one of the um, one of the houses to follow, they would be known as ronin. And it was it was a dishonorable life to be a ronin because you lived as a as, as an itinerant, you lived as a vagabond, and you were not bound in any way to religious vows in the way that itinerant monks were. And the same is true of a knight errant. Now you would have itinerant monks in, uh, in Western Europe later than they developed, uh, well, later relatively um, than they developed in, in Japan because Buddhism was there before the samurai and Bushido and all of that. But in Western Europe you did have itinerant monks that developed, particularly the mendicant orders, the Dominicans and the Franciscans, and there was a degree of honor A degree of virtue recognized in these men who begged for their bread but generally speaking societies look down on beggars and for good reason a beggar is someone who is not bound to the moral order and therefore is not trustworthy societies depend on trustworthy individuals and in high-trust societies beggars are treated very poorly for that reason you can't trust them they don't they're completely dependent and they're, they're completely dependent on everyone around them materially, and they're not dependent on anyone morally. And this is, it was a really radical teaching of, of Christianity, in fact, to treat beggars with respect, because it's stored, the, the money that you gave to a beggar is treasure that you store up in heaven. So you're actually, depo- it's, it's almost like you're depositing it, and you're taking that money and you're turning it into grace. Now, un- unless you, you know, trumpet it around and tell everybody what you're doing, that's why Christ says that you don't give your alms in public, but give your alms in secret and give of what you have. So this idea of being cut off uh, from the service of a lady left one with a grave dishonor uh, that one had to resolve or just lived with as a knight errant you would you would uh um, i think i'm using that term correctly but you would be cut off you would have to find a a lord to whom you you could swear now of course honor and uh, and virtue in western europe functioned a little bit differently than it did in in japan which is the only other real knightly society that i can think of the persians have something similar uh, they have a mar. They also have a martial culture that develops something like this, but there's there's not the same kind of chivalric uh, quality because the Japanese also have um, a concept of of the lady of court and the service of the lady by the knight. That's also present in Japanese culture, but you don't see that in, in among the Persians, certainly not among the Arabs, but in Western Europe uh, that you do, and the Blessed Mother comes to occupy this space in a religious context we are servants of the world or we are slaves of god we are you know that's 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 what st paul says and this no this notion of of being a slave of jesus christ is translated over time into being a servant of jesus christ because one can one can enter service without being a slave in the strict sense in the roman world that meant something very specific a slave in the roman world was a was servus it was the, the it was the that was the, the term uh, you have you can be a slave in uh in roman society and make money most of us today who work salaried positions Uh, or who work for for wages put in work for wages and not don't create anything or own uh, i I suppose what the marxists call the the means of production we are by a roman definition slaves we function more or less the same way that slaves in roman society did with the one exception that we could theoretically quit our job voluntarily that's the the main difference But otherwise, things are pretty much the same. Now, the Romans had a concept of patronage, which was different than slavery. And this was inherited into medieval Europe and sort of absorbed into this Germanic uh, liege lord and retainer system. And as a result, you have, and that makes its way into religion, you have patron saints. This is something you don't see a lot in Eastern Christianity. It's really a very Western thing. And our Blessed Mother is called Our Lady because she is a lady in the court of God, the highest lady in the court of God, in fact. She's the Queen of, she's, she's titled Queen of Heaven. Uh, and so we, in serving her, offer service to our Lord, to both Jesus Christ and God the Father, in the same way that a knight who is sworn to a lady of court renders service to his liege lord. And his liege lord pays him in return with security. We may be secure in our faith. We are given the graces necessary to our state in life. We just heard that this past Sunday. And it is and we have access to those graces through being good servants of our Lord. And most of all, or perhaps not most of all, but certainly in a big way, we have access to those graces by being of good service to Our Lady. We are not knights errant. We are sworn to a specific court and to a specific nation, the Christian nation, uh, in our spiritual battles. Now, in our, in our day-to-day, in our physical world, we're sworn to our own people. We have our own people. We have our own nation, our own race, our own tribes... You know, each of us belongs to, many of us belong to the same one, but each of us belongs to his own uh, tribe and his own nation, his own people to whom he owes allegiance. In our spiritual lives, though, we belong to the Christian nation and are united in that sense. Now, the devil would have it the other way around. He would want everyone to belong to the same physical race and to have a million different religious allegiances. And that's how you can tell the Antichrist from Christ. Christ says, go forth and make disciples of all nations. The Antichrist builds Babel. But we render service in this way to the Blessed Mother as a sign of our honor for God. And the glorification of his kingdom, of which she is queen. And so the coronation of our Blessed Mother, beca- as a mystery, in, in one sense reminds us of her role, but in another, it reminds us of our role in relationship to her, and particularly as Western Christians, particularly as, as those who are bound up to a European inheritance. Hilaire Belloc wrote that uh, Europe is the, the church and the church is Europe or Europe is the faith Europe is the faith and the faith is Europe God chose that the faith should flourish in this place now that does not make Europeans a new Israel a new chosen people but it does reveal to the world that there is something bound up in this culture in among these people that uniquely Reflects the desire and the design of Almighty God. And so the devotions that we have and those that have grown out of our people are unique in that way. And the coronation of the Blessed Virgin Mary is in many ways a reflection precisely of this it's a reflection of our heritage. And the heritage that God has blessed. Now we can repay God for that blessing by giving back to Him what He has given to us, which is what we're taught we're supposed to do in the Scriptures, or we can hold on to it and elevate it above Him. And that's the real, that's the real temptation, is to take the crown off the head of Almighty God and put it on our own heads. Our Blessed Mother has the honor and glory of her coronation in heaven because everything that she was given was given back to God to honor and to glorify Him because she recognized that, in, that before Him and beside Him and in comparison to Him she was nothing. And we have the same opportunity to humble ourselves and share in the same exaltation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. The moon is the symbol of Our Lady. The moon is for those in darkness. And I think in a special way for sinners. So that if we but look to her, who is the moon and derives all light from the sun, they would never fall into an abyss. Now this is the rosary.